3: It's
1: time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it because you are On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the Giants mobile app.
3: 17-14 is the final. One touchdown, we are world
0: champions. Believe it,
2: and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out
0: there like a bunch of crazy dogs, That's
2: a- Welcome to Thursday's edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live here on Giants.com as well as the mobile app. And it is presented by Cadillac, the official luxury vehicle of the New York football Giants. Greatly appreciate everybody tuning in. Multiple ways to interact with us here on the program. You give us a ring, 201 939 4513. Hashtag Giants Chat on Twitter. And as a reminder, you can find the archive of this show and our entire podcast network on the Giants mobile app, podcast platforms everywhere, and at slash podcast. And the band is back together. Da-da-da-da. Jeff Fiegels is back in the house. <laughs> Jeff, it is absolutely Lance.
0: great to see him. Some things have never changed. Absolutely. You a great yes. job with the Open. I recognize the music, <laughs> and I recognize Familiar uh, territory. Lawrence Taylor, you know, go out there like a crazy bunch of dogs or whatever he says. <laughs> it's awesome. Nice to be here. Good to see you. Absolutely. Yeah. How have things been? Very busy. Yeah. Indeed. Just, uh, you know, it's it's been good. Just following the team from outside the building has been a little bit different, but uh, family's doing well, business doing well, and again, it's just, uh, I can't believe that the season is already here, and we're... I mean, when you think about it, we're almost in October, which is a little bit scary, but yeah, I mean, and again, this, this whole football season with the preseason only being three games, you know, the first two weeks of the, of the regular season are like real preseason games to me. And that's what it's been. I mean, for the giants, particularly it's (laughs) the first six quarters have been (laughs) maybe not even preseason, like, like OTA practices or something, (laughs) but it's been a lot of fun watching the team. Like I said, from the outside. And uh, But it's good to be back in the building. And it's great to have you.
2: So we got a lot of football to discuss, obviously, with a game tonight between the Giants and the Niners on Thursday night football in the Bay Area. Let's start right off the bat with the injury report because it came out yesterday. I don't think there were any major surprises, Jeff. Mm-hmm. They finally ruled out Saquon Barkley after Brian Dable had no. that interesting build-up to say that he wasn't yet ready to make that decision. Then Ben Bredesen ruled out because he has yet to make it through concussion protocol. And then joining him is Aziz Ojolari as well as Andrew Thomas. But Andrew Thomas is dealing with the hamstring issue and Ojolari the hamstring issue as well. So when you take all four of those players into consideration, I think the writing was on the wall that we weren't going to see them out there.
0: Yeah, I think that everybody understands too that when you get to play a Thursday night game, you get the back end of it, you get 10 days off. So to have any of those players that you want, they're not 100%, you're certainly not going to want to put them out there because then you hinder the chance of them getting hurt again or just re-injuring themselves. And then, sure. you know, you want to take those 10 days and unfortunately it is what it is, right? You got You kind of got to bite the bullet. And I think with that offensive line, I think in the second half, collectively, I don't think that they did a that bad of a job. I mean, those guys haven't been playing next to each other on a consistent basis whatsoever, those young guys. So I think that them getting in some game action last week against the Cardinals will help them this week. They're certainly going to need it because the defensive line for the for the 49ers is pretty stout. Well, it resembles
2: Dallas more so than Arizona. Uh, yes. So
0: I'm completely
2: with you. That's why, to me, this is an important litmus test. Mm-hmm. The group bounced back nicely, to your point, last week, but San Francisco resembles a lot more of the first opponent than the second opponent. And as far as the current makeup of the offensive line, Jeff, I'd be surprised considering they had walkthroughs, they didn't have legitimate practices. They're probably going to go with the configuration that they had once Ben Bredesen left with a concussion, meaning Mark Lewinsky will probably see time in right guard spot or maybe the left guard depending on where they feel he's most comfortable. But we know McKeithen and Azudu are going to assume the roles they had in the previous game.
0: Yeah, and he and he's predominantly all his career has been a right guard. Um, so I think to, when he moved to, into left guard last game, and, and they they move around all of them by reason, for this reason they learn to play different positions. They cross but, trade exactly, but yeah. by trade he's a you know Glowinski always has played right guard. Got put into that position, so it'll be interesting to see if if they flip flop them because the younger guy can, you know, hasn't had as much experience at either one of those positions. But Glowinski did; he actually did a nice job when you think about coming in and playing a position that he hasn't played all that much. But I know he was doing it in training camp. There was a couple of times I was watching practice, and that you know these guys are all over the place. And of course, the, the coaching staff will never tell you why they're doing it or you know who's doing what until you get in a game, and that just goes to show you how the, uh, you know availability. Is your best asset sometimes with an offensive lineman and being able to be in a position where you can play multiple. Now it's not as easy being a guard going out to a tackle as it is from a tackle going to a guard position because you have help on both sides of you. So you know, good job. But I, I want to, you know, when you look at uh, Joe Shane and the staff and the way that they drafted these players, sooner or later, the guys that they that they drafted, especially as high as those two guys, are going to get in the lineup sooner or later. You at least hope so. And they've made their they've made their they're they're way up the ladder and now they're starting and we'll see what happens going forward I, I i don't know if you guys talked about this on big blue or not but you know the the first game last year there was not a very good good game right so and then all of a sudden there were some changes and and brian Dable made those changes and it kind of turned out to be okay could this be just like last year with that offensive line getting those changes that were made in there and just having those guys go through now remember there andrew thomas is hurt uh, you've got, you know, Bredesen, who's probably the second-best lineman. Then you got a rookie at center. And then the other two guys who, by by really by numbers, they are still rookies. They haven't played enough in the league to be considered sure. a veteran yet. But they don't have a whole lot of playing time.
2: Well, McKeithen didn't play at all last season. <clears throat> yeah, got Evan hurt. Evan Neal missed four games with the knee injury. So... You do the math, absolutely. Either one of them, Azudu's another one who was in and out of the lineup Mm -hmm. and was not necessarily in every down starter. And then Nick Gates came back late last season, if you recall. Mm -hmm. Jeff, Ben Bredesen got hurt, then Mm -hmm. he returned. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's still a bit of a work in progress, but I'm with you where the whole point of drafting these versatile players was to tap into their skill set, not wait three years down the road to all of a sudden, you know, rip off the swimmies, throw them into the deep end and see what they could do. <laughs> the and the swimmies. opportunity presented itself here. So, tell me you had experience with, with swimming. I before. absolutely <laughs> did,
0: without a doubt. Yes, it
2: took me a while to get rid of the swimmies and the training wheels too, on the bicycle. Let's not forget. I see
0: that, yeah. Okay. Now, I think a lot of people know yeah. what training wheels are, but a lot of people, I don't know what swimmies might be. Swimmies, think. okay, Yeah. Well, you, know. you know. And for those that's scoring at home, those, you know, the big things around them. That's the right, heart, you know, them. they give
2: you extra muscles. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think
0: as as, you know, people got older. You're not exactly super old, but I mean, we, you had the, the, uh, remember the noodles? You still have the noodles. Sure. The people use the noodles now. I don't see too many swimmies going on. Swimmies. Well,
2: see, I I feel like the swimmies, were reliable enough that if the parent wanted to turn around for five seconds,
0: yeah, I guess good. so, because they're on That's, their arm, correct. right? And as yeah. long as
2: the air doesn't, yeah, the noodle,
0: the, the kid might just yeah. op- accidentally just lose it. Correct, and then so, the kid's down in the deep end. So it depends
2: yeah. on how occupied the parent is. I would <laughs> recommend go with the swimmies if you have things going on. Yes, if you are set to watch the child twenty four seven, then take the All risk right. and run the risk with the noodle. How about that? As, it, as it's up. happened
0: in past, these shows tend to go off the rails a little bit Absolutely. at the beginning, but we'll get yes. back.
2: Somehow, <laughs> we will try to navigate our way back. But I agree we'll swim you back. We'll swim back. Look at that, see? A beautiful transition. Smooth, as if we haven't missed a moment here, mm-hmm. working alongside one another. But the offensive line, by far, is going to be the big storyline tonight because I think most people who watch the Arizona game, Jeff, and I'm curious your perspective, I think most were encouraged by how well that line played, specifically Correct. in the second half, right? Yeah. And giving Daniel Jones an opportunity to throw down the field. The offense, it was day and night. But now you're going up against a Niners defense that relies heavily on stunts. And Dallas is that twist and turn stunt mm-hmm. type of defense. And can they handle that pressure because Arizona is not a big pressure team. With mm-hmm. Jonathan Gannon going back to his Philadelphia <clears throat> days, and I understand the personnel change, but Gannon's philosophy has always been, I trust my guys up front. They're going to win those battles. San Francisco, with Steve Wilkes now taking over as defensive coordinator, with D'Amico Ryan's going to Houston, getting the head coaching gig, he basically is saying it was not broke. I'm not changing what D'Amico Why would you? Right, exactly. They brought Wilkes in (laughs) to say that. And I was having a conversation with Cam Inman, who covers the Niners for the San Jose Mercury News, and he was echoing those sentiments. He said, when they hired Steve Wilkes, the conversation with Steve, you could maybe fine-tune things, Mm -hmm. but D'Amico had the ship steered in the right direction. So he's come in, he's inherited, and they have not missed a beat. And their
0: personnel stayed the same.
2: Without a doubt. And Nick Post is now back after that contractual holdout. And by the way... He played 65 snaps after 36 in week one. So this idea, worth. <laughs> yeah, this idea that they're easing him in. No, oh, the Nick pitch Boles count. The green you know, yeah, yeah, whatever.
0: They're you know, paying that guy that kind of money. He, well, first of all, none of these guys are sitting there waiting to get a big payout and not doing a thing. They know that it's <laughs> going to happen. So they're going to have to get ready to play. And that's what they said. They, In fact, they didn't ask him. They told him. When we sign this, you better get ready. I mean, you know what I'm saying. And Nick Bang didn't go. Well, buff. guys, yeah. you know I, I think I'm gonna you know get in the hot tub for the first quarter, <laughs> warm it up a little bit, and come in the second half. But um, you know he is he's powerful, and and you got some inexperience at those ends positions, so that's gonna and they be... line him up on both sides. Exactly. Yeah. So you know you're you're not <laughs> if you play left tackle and he's always on the left side, the guy on the right says, oh good, well not this one. They're gonna be moving all around. The stunts has always. From as long as I have covered and been a part of the Giants, the stunts always have a problem with most offensive linemen. Um, because it's just there's you got just numbers right there's guys and you, if you make a mistake there's going to be a free runner and luckily Daniel Jones has some mobility that he can get away from guys like that but unfortunately you know you have Saquon out of the out of the lineup who is yep. your who is your bell cow giving the ball to but you know I think the Giants have confidence in the three guys that are behind him and I think Brito will be the guy who's going to you know he's going to get most of the carries Brightwell's a guy who we know can can play a little bit of football and I think that you have to trust that they're going to do their job and and i think tonight as far as the passing game goes you certainly cannot expect daniel jones to be sitting in that pocket for 5 minutes i think the short passing game is going to work and then complement that with some portals, some type of running game and time of possession okay this this 49ers team offensively you do not want them on the field that long i mean you just cuz they you want to keep them on the field so your defense is going to have because they're very they can score at will and by the way the big play is in effect <laughs> yeah, those
2: explosive uh, splash plays.
0: Sure. Uh, big time because their running back will take it 78 yards if, on, a, on an instance because he is special.
2: Well, he had a 60-plus yard run against Pittsburgh, and then he had a 50-plus yard run against the Rams. So it's become a trend. Absolutely. He's good for at least one. Right. And we didn't even mention Debo Samuel and his slipperiness. Yeah. George Kittle. We'll see if Brandon Ayuk plays. He's questionable. Yeah, sure. I think things are trending in the right direction. I but think But so. even if he does play, maybe they – Yeah. Keep an eye on his snap yeah. count, but here's the thing: Kittle's been relatively quiet, so this could be a game where they look to focus well, he's more been on hurt. The tight end. Yeah, yeah. And
0: so, you know, another day, another. You know, he's coming off, it, but you know, another. It's a short week for both teams. Remember. Yep. So getting healthy and those kinds of things, and I think that because this is the third week of the regular season, and they've gone through a short preseason, they've been in training camp, and they've had two games regular season, there is a time when I think you can draw the line in the sand, and depending on how prepared a team is when you go on the road like the Giants did and they stayed out in Arizona for the days that they did, you know, walkthroughs are okay. It's just a matter of it's mental reps as we, we hear that word all the time. And I remember when I was playing, not that it mattered to me. I mean, I, it's it's hard for me to get mental reps when you're punting, right? I mean, <laughs> it's not that. I mean, I could go kick 25 balls and be okay. Um, Something tells I, me you can handle that. Yes. Yeah, I can handle I'll that. Pull for you. But for yeah. those other guys, you know, that's that turnaround no matter. And by the way, I know this for a fact is if you're in your 30s, that turnaround that thursday game always was the worst because you just did not feel good until wednesday and then, by the way now you're the night before the game and you're going to play tomorrow but that 10 days off after oh man does that feel you're good? welcoming that yeah that is really good and the, the last thing that you want i remember when we used to go on the road because i played a lot of my my career on the east coast going to the west coast vice versa when i was in seattle coming out here you do not want to get a Thursday night overtime game. <laughs> <laughs> because you are sitting on the West Coast when you're just you're counting the minutes the to get home. The plane ride back, yeah. Oh my god, I will never forget that in 1992, we were we were the last Monday night game of the season when I was in Philly. I think it was 92 91 92. Schmelk would call me out on it right now. He would look <laughs> it up, but and you're well, probably going to do, gonna the, do same the same thing. thing so. But we just want to make sure the facts are correct. Well, That's yeah, all. the facts yes. is it was the last Monday night game of that season, whether it was whatever those that year was. But we went into overtime, and I was sitting on the sideline at Candlestick Park back in the day, Jeez. trying to figure out. Okay, we were supposed to get home at four in the morning. Now we're going to overtime. We're, I mean, we're we're going to hit traffic coming home from the airport. Yeah, Did you get it. Of course. What game was it? Was that my club?
2: No, 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 I'm bringing up 92. It wasn't 92. 91? Because I'm going to look up 91. Maybe? Yeah, you played an overtime game against the Seahawks, but that was on a Sunday. So that was not Roger the first Roger Ruzik game. was the kicker. Okay, let's see. Remember
0: Chris Berman's name for Roger Ruzik? Who and framed Roger Ruzik? That,
2: that's fantastic. <laughs> little and, Roger Rabbit and, reference. And Jeff Philadelphia
0: yes. Fegels, he called me. <laughs> I saw him at when Ray Guy got inducted to the Hall of Fame a few years ago because he
2: does the hosting of the
0: ceremony. He yeah. uh, he came up to me. He did not say, "Hey Jeff, how you doing?" He said, "Jeff, Philadelphia Feagles." <laughs> I'm like, God, "That's a, that's awesome, man. That's a great name." Well, at least he remembers
2: all the references he made yeah, up. Well, so yeah. that's at least it, it probably was. I think
0: it was probably the best nickname ever on this on that when he did that. Well, I mean, it involved you, so that goes without saying, hundred percent. All right, so
2: it's not 91. Should we go backwards? Or well, I was forwards? only there. I was there okay. 90,
0: 91. 92 and 93. Okay. Maybe, maybe it, it was 93. 93. All right. Yeah, I
2: went to 90 because you did not play a late Monday night game in that one. So I'm now going to go forwards and see if we can I bet uh, get it's 93. to the bottom. Could be the sayonara song. Come on, please. Yes. Please, please, please be 93. Well, I'm I'm hoping as long as my computer could cooperate here as we move through the years. All right. We're up to 1993 here. The build-up, the anticipation. We come on, We're at please. the edge of our seats trying to come to grips with the fact Remember the memory
0: game? Remember the last time I did the huddle on here? Schmuck he ganged up on me in that one. He spent (laughs) all day getting the nineteen
2: ninety three. There it was. A Monday, January third game in San Francisco against the Niners. It went to overtime thirty seven to thirty-four, a victory to at least go out with a bang. There it was. There you go. Yeah. Now the silver lining was Unfortunately, you did not make the playoffs, so you did not have a game on the back end. So that flight technically could have taken a year on a Sunday, Jeff. It wouldn't have made a difference. You had You're the right. entire offseason.
0: I, I, and I do remember Remember, I'm from Phoenix, so yes. I so did not want to fly to Philadelphia. I knew we weren't in the playoffs. I wanted, I wanted to go oh, so home. so you literally,
2: did you go straight home? No, I had, no, to, you go. had to I had out to go the back. Locker, yeah. Right? Yeah. I had to go
0: pick up my wife and gotcha. at that time my three-year-old son. Okay.
2: Now you would have loved this trip, I'm assuming, to stay over in Arizona? Yeah. This would have been right up No, your alley. it would have
0: been amazing. In fact, uh I remember the year that I came back after I retired, semi retired, in two thousand five.
2: <clears throat> Excuse me. It gets emotional. So in 06, Yes.
0: We went we had a West Coast schedule. We played the AFC West. So at that time it was Seattle, San Diego, the Raiders. Um who else was in there? Um the AFC West. Who was the, the last? Oh, oh, It was Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. Seattle. You
2: were the fourth. You, right. you said the Raiders, the Chargers.
0: The Raiders, the Chargers. Um, uh, it's bu- bu- The bu- old AFC West. We're talking, yeah. of, right? Right. Denver. Denver. Yeah, the Broncos. And we had a we had an NFC game out there against the Cardinals.
2: Okay, who were still part of the NFC East. Right. I'm assuming. Okay. Gotcha. So
0: we, that's so, the year I was I was coming back, and I remember telling Tom, if I'm going to come back in 0, in 06, okay you i'm gonna need to stay after those games because my family is in arizona yeah sure makes he, sense he said no he said no he said no you can't, i can't do that huh how, how am i going to tell the rest of the players that feagles is oh, staying but... in arizona when all the players are coming back and i said well, <laughs> well then i, I said that i'm not coming back he goes well we, we got to work something out here. Try to use your leverage i like it i okay. did use the leverage yeah, absolutely in fact ernie okay. acorsi at the time i talked to ernie and i said because i was doing my own contract and I said to Ernie, I'm like, by the way, if we're gonna get this done, you gotta go talk to Tom about me staying out there. By the way, none of the players are gonna care. They don't even know if I'm there on Monday. And we have <laughs> off on Tuesday and I'll be in the building. Where's first thing Why Wednesday? is he punting out here? <laughs> What's going on here?
2: Uh, no we're gonna lose this
0: game as a result, yes. And so Ernie went into the office, into Tom's office and said, Listen, this is the this is the kicker, no pun intended, for him coming back. Mm. He's gonna stay on the west coast. He agreed. But I, then my family agreed that they don't want to live on the West Coast and they wanted to come back with meeting the East Coast. <laughs> so negotiations were great. <laughs> the then, effectiveness didn't work. Oh, boy. That's okay. unreal. It all worked that out is for the something. good. Yeah. Now, don't look up those years. There's no, no, no I won't.
2: Trust me. We I'll, don't have enough time in no, a program. Th- <laughs> We're gonna. We're not gonna be able to get into any other Giants, Niners elements by the time oh, we continue to reminisce. Tonight? No, it's oh, not I'm important. We're all about reminiscing about Jeff Eagles' career. That's right. Okay. Wanna Anyways, get, yes. Want to get to though one other element to play before we do open up the phone lines? And you were scratching the surface about from the Giants' defensive standpoint. So mm-hmm. We talked about the offensive line against yeah. the Niners' defense. The other elemented play is, can you limit though, those big explosive plays? Because it's McCaffrey, it's Samuel, it's Kittle. Even Brock Purdy is capable of doing it on the run. And you look at the Arizona game, and you saw James Conner got a number of big chunk Mm -hmm. runs. Mm -hmm. And Joshua Dobbs, when he had time in the pocket, he was able to throw over the middle of the field. And we know Samuel and Kittle and even McCaffrey, there are plays where they'll run a slant to McCaffrey and he'll get a five-yard pass, Jeff. He'll take it to the house. So... It's limiting those plays, but it comes down to the tackling tonight.
0: Now, I was just going to say you took the words right. out of my mouth. Yeah, it's it's all about tackling, and I believe that the point of attack for that defensive line has got to they got to do a better job at getting Without off of their doubt. blocks and getting in getting in their lanes, if you will, the gaps, and then really making it tough. Because the last thing you want from a well, an offensive player loves or a running back loves when those offensive linemen are getting up on those second level linebackers because that means there's going to be a big gain. So. You gotta you gotta eliminate that from happening on the defensive side. So your linebackers cannot get tied up with those offensive linemen. They've got to be able to make plays. And I think the two guys in the middle are capable of making plays. That they're, they're tackling machines. Ok, Oker, is a guy that will just tackle anything and everywhere. And so he has to be active tonight, making a lot of plays and and stuff in those holes. And and again. The Giants have not been the best tacklers the last couple weeks. Not at all. And I'm sure that the emphasis on the defensive side with Wink has been that. Let's say, guys, we got to tackle better. Those young corners uh, also could get exposed tonight a little bit because they're young. I don't care how long you played. You're, when you come into the NFL and you're a starting rookie, they're going to go after you. Whatever, whatever you are, you could be a punter, kicker, lineman, DB. They're going to go after you. So we'll see how that goes tonight.
2: Well, corners are so critical to your point, Jeff, in helping stop the run because you. Well, need they're the guys, guys that make the tackles. That and those yeah. strong
0: safeties, you know. And I think that the strong safety position for the Giants has been very. I, I like what's going on. McKenny has a. You know, he's going to have to make some tackles. You look at the stat sheet. Most of the time. It's the safeties, it's, it's the leading tackler on the team, you know, or the linebackers. Yeah. So those guys got to be able to tackle, and your, and your DB's got to be good tacklers. None of them tackle anymore, you know that. They just hit. They just roll their shoulders and go at the guy's knees and, and try and, to bump and them. And just, yeah. yeah, exactly.
2: Well, McKinney, when they played Carolina the other year, and McCaffrey was still on the Panthers, McKinney was used as a shadow on McCaffrey, okay. so does Wink go down that road again? Does he utilize him to especially worry about McCaffrey? They're lining him up in the slot, on the outside, in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Shannon's gonna move him around. He's not just gonna keep him in the backfield, so when McCaffrey lines up does. as a receiver, do they have McKinney assigned to him? That could be something to watch today. And I agree with you about Okereke. And when you were talking about he literally tackles everything, he actually picked up a penalty in the last game because he was tackling a guy before he even got the football. So <laughs> we know he has that mindset. You yeah. just got to be disciplined yeah. from that standpoint. Yeah, and discipline
0: is, yeah. on defense, There, that's a big word. Um, being disciplined you know, in all facets of coverage and the run game. Gap discipline, as we always talk about and just understanding what your what your purpose is on the defensive play. Remember, guys, the defense has plays themselves. Offense, you know, the, you, you say the run to the right, run to the left, pass this, this, pass that. The defense, is, they have plays, and not everybody in the play design is – is made to make the tackle or make the interception or break it pass up. It's more of this is your responsibility on this play with this type of defense is you need to fill this gap and you got to cover here, the backside of a run. You better be there. Those are the types of responsibilities that come with discipline that you see on the defenses and if you get away from that from a team like the offensive powerhouse that the 49ers have if you get away from your defense and you get or your discipline and you don't do that there's big plays that's how they happen Yeah
2: and it's hard to play man against the Niners because of all the athletes that's why Jeff to your point
0: you can't do it
2: If you're relying though, on communication and you're somebody that's trailing a player and you're expecting the guy on the opposite yeah. side of the field right to pick him up if that guy's not there that's how a 10 yard pass Ends up being a sixty-yard touchdown run,
0: right? And the and the Giants' defense, they play predominantly a zone defense anyway, so I think that we'll be okay with that. Um, but I think that you know those young corners watching these last couple games, they have to understand that you know, it's it's a tough position because you really can't touch these guys. You know, you, you in college you get away with it a little bit more, and I think that just comes from experience at, at any position. The longer you play in the National Football League, the more you understand how what you can and what you can't do. And by the way, you can't touch those guys, and you got to learn that quicker than normal. So, because you get the penalties.
2: Though I think Deontay Banks learned early in the Arizona game, maybe sometimes they give you some leeway because there was that They missed a couple. Yeah, where, yeah. you know, he probably said to himself, okay, I can't be too handsy the next time. They didn't throw the flag. <laughs> yeah. So. But that's good for a young player, Jeff, Absolutely. as you just mentioned, because you have to read the official early in the game. Some are going to give you a little bit more leeway mm-hmm. than others, and that's a big part of being a defensive player.
0: Well, I'm sure that some of the veteran guys have told those young guys, listen, you know what? The, the, as much as we all hate the referees, <laughs> you want to get to know those guys a little bit and you know show a little personality Their and kind of talk to them too. because that'll yeah. go a long ways on some play that may or may not be a PI and you know could cost you the game. But if you got a good relationship with that guy, sometimes it might help
2: few reminders before we open up the phone lines tonight at BK Backyard in Brooklyn. There's going to be a Giants watch party as they collide with the Niners for Thursday Night Football. You can enjoy Modelo drink specials. You can meet a Giants legend. Enter a raffle to win game tickets and more. Visit Giants.com slash network to learn more. You can check out the Giants Huddle podcast on your favorite podcast platform as well as Giants.com and as far as tickets are concerned, two options. You could become a season ticket member You can take your fandom to the next level. Stay connected to the club all year round, not just on game days. Memberships are now available for the 2023 season. To learn more about all the exclusive member benefits, visit Giants.com slash tickets. Limited inventory is available. Option two is game by game. The single single ticket option. And they are on sale now as well. Don't miss the Giants at MetLife Stadium this season. You can visit Giants.com slash tickets to secure your seat. Run or walk with Giants legends. The Giants Foundation is going to host a 5K race at Kids Run. It's presented by Quest Sunday, October 8th, 9 a.m. Eastern, MetLife Stadium. Net proceeds will benefit the Giants Foundation. All participants will receive a commemorative T-shirt. After the race, you could stay for a post-race festival with appearances by Giants legends, as well as a live DJ. You can register now at Giants.com slash 5K. And the Giants official connected TV streaming app is Giants TV. It brings you original video content, game highlights on demand and direct to Big Blue fans. Giants TV, it's free. It's on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, as well as the Giants mobile app. All right, let's open up the phone lines. We check in with Travis in Queens here on Thursday's edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live. What's happening, Travis? What do you got for us?
0: Hey, what's up, fellas? How right, you guys was, doing? Doing right.
4: all right. right. So, y- you made a comment saying this, the biggest storyline is the O-line. And I disagree. I think the biggest storyline is Kayvon Thibodeau. I mean, we've been waiting and him to come on. He hasn't come on, I think, since his last sack. There have been like a million snaps he had and nothing. Um, I think... I think he's the storyline because the O-line, if we expect the the defense of the 49ers to, uh, you know, look better than our O-line, right? D-line versus our O-line there. D-line is more significant, better than ours. Cool. And then we got Adrian um, Thomas out. So going into tonight, I think it's more about Kayvon Thibodeau because let's say the O-line does that. And let's say he has another bad game with no sacks and so on and so forth. It looks more bad on Kayvon Thibodeau. This guy was drafted, you know, right after um, Hutchinson. And if I'm Kayvon Thibodeau, that first game that Detroit played with the Chiefs, I'm like, yo, I got to be like, you know, or make my game after Hutchinson. He was a beast.
2: Yeah, but he's not yeah. competing against one player on an opposing team. I mean, that that's where I would jump in and say, I understand you want more production out of him. I don't think anybody would disagree with you there, but he starts getting caught up in a competition between him and Hutchinson and other pass rushers, to me it's going to lead to mental mistakes and more problems for the Giants. And the reason why I would disagree and say I don't think Thibodeau's the biggest storyline is the defense overall, Jeff, Mm -hmm. has had no sacks and very few quarterback Mm -hmm. hits. They did have six in the last game. So Thibodeau alone is not Micah Parsons, where he single-handedly is going to disrupt one game. You need the entire defense to pick it up. It's not just one player in particular. I would point to. Well,
0: I think right, but
2: but he dominated the Washington game last year. Well, yeah, was, I mean that was one play where he had the strip sack and he recovered it for a touchdown. Absolutely, yeah, but no, you know, but
4: all, but all game he was he, he, all game that game in He looked at like like okay, like this is what we signed up for.
0: Yeah, it's a lot, and it's also you know you look at that Washington game, what he did last year. That you know the defensive coordinators get all all year to look at that off season. The other thing is that with a Ola- lot Ojalari out of the lineup, when you when you're missing another key guy on the other side that's going to be a pass rusher who's not at the talent level as the other guys, where do they pay attention to? They pay attention to the next the best guy. Sure, guy. Yeah. They run away from him. Yep. They double team him. And so not to say that if that's if that's the case that you shouldn't make plays, you should make plays. You're you're you know, you're a pro athlete, you get paid a lot of money and that position commands and we're not talking about we're not asking Tavon Thibodeau to have you know, nine, ten tackles and three sacks every game. But I see what your point is. Let's get involved in the game a little bit more. Sometimes it's a yeah. little bit more difficult and it's about a matchup. So hopefully, you know, he's, he's still young and I think he's still learning. And I think that if Michael Strahan or Osi was sitting here, they'd tell you the same thing. The fact is that he's got a lot of learning to do and our got expectations it. are always a little bit high for every player.
2: And right. keep in mind, Brock Purdy's been sacked four times in the first two games, three of which came against the Steelers. The Rams only got to him once, and they have Aaron Donald on that team. Mm. And part of that is because Purdy is able to get rid of the football quickly run. and maneuver yeah. out of the pocket correct. So you don't know how many opportunities. That's why, Travis, if you're going to pinpoint Kayvon Thibodeau, to me, the one thing that would jump out to me tonight is how well he helps in stopping the run. Is he active in right. that department more so than does he get five quarterback hits and a strip sack? And who's yeah, the but, tackle for, see, but, the,
4: but, but, but for the 49ers? Trent Williams, you got to deal with. Correct, yeah. <laughs> a seasoned even, vet. Yeah.
2: yeah. He's that, that, a Hall of Famer.
4: Even last year, though, versus this year, it's his career so far. That's what he's best at, is in the run game. You know what I mean? Sure, so, yeah, absolutely. It's right. yeah. 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 game to you know do the same thing, be effective in the run game. He's more effective than the
0: run game.
2: Yeah. You know. Oh, well, it's a little easier. But, But But you you want that to be consistent, is my point. You don't want it to be up and down like a roller coaster. If that's consistent, okay, the sacks, the pressures will come. But if you're not consistent in stopping the run, all bets are off with respect to the other categories.
0: The production does have to get better, though. I will agree with you there. I think that he knows that. The coaching staff knows it. The fans want it. And I think he deep down inside, you know, sometimes these young guys try a little bit too hard. And I, and it can happen. It, it definitely can happen. And I think that, you know, especially like tonight, not every game is on a national stage, right? Tonight, you're on the national stage. You're the only game playing. All the players in the league are watching this game. You might right. see some good things out of him this evening. I hope so. I really do. Because I'm with you. I, I, I want to see a little bit more, you know?
2: I just right. once again make, I think the whole defense you want to see
0: more 100%. Yeah, I mean, group. we're eye-sewing yeah. on him on this conversation, but as a whole, I think that defense if they can play anywhere near that they did the second half and not the right. first six quarters, I think they'll have a shot tonight. But this is a tough this is a tough go. I mean, this, right, this, this is, is, is a, this is a 49ers team that is not they're good. They got a great quarterback and I say great because he is great. He's a good good quarterback. He's a game manager like crazy and he makes big plays. And then he, yeah. and all the things around him just complement his game. Sure. Can I make can yeah. I make two more points? R- Very quick. Yeah. What okay. do you got?
4: So the first point, right? Uh, I made a call like two years ago. I was speaking to David Dill and he confirmed, and it's true, you know, from a player, he said, you know, Andrew Thomas, because it was scary for Andrew too. He said, you know, Andrew Thomas, give him time. I see the technique, so on and so forth. And he became just what he said. He's going to be good. He's told me no worries, and it was no worries. So my question, I'm making two questions. My question is uh, – do you think Kayvon, though, no, we got to give him more time? And if so, how much time? And my other point is, do you think if we, let's say, play this game close, right? We lose by, I don't know, 3-7, right? But we look better. Do you think that that Cowboy, you can say that Cowboy game was, you know, uh, uh, like a, a preseason game still? And is it hope that, you know, comes down the line when we see them? Hopefully, you know, we all all have our, you know, ducks in order with the players' health that we be able to compete with them depending on this game. Sure. And thank you for my call.
2: You got it, Travis. Appreciate the phone call. Well, let's take the first item with respect to leeway for Kayvon Thibodeau. Four years. (laughs) (laughs) Put the fifth-year option.
0: (laughs) 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 There's your time. How long are we going to go? The The politically (laughs) correct response. Yes.
2: Well, I just looked it up. He's played 16 games. So, actually, tonight is going to be the completion of his rookie year. There you if go. You want to look at it through right. that. I was going to
0: say he was a little hurt, banged up last year. Correct.
2: Yes. Because he had the knee injury against the Bengals in the preseason. So tonight actually completes a first full year in the national football. League. Right. Now, yep. I would say, you know, normally I like to see at least a year and a half sure. out that, of at an position. offensive lineman or a pass rusher to say, okay, there's enough of a sample size. So I would say you want to see maybe another seven or eight games after tonight to see where things are going because, once again, the caller was just referencing, you gave that leeway to Andrew Thomas and you took it into consideration. He had the injuries that he dealt with. Evan Neal is still working on the completion mm-hmm. of his rookie year. If we're going to give the same timeline to those guys, it's only fair that you do the same thing for Kayvon Thibodeau.
0: When I when I look at those names that you just mentioned, two of the guys, Neal and Thomas, they came from the SEC, big-time football, right? Kayvon Thibodeau came from Oregon. I don't know how many... I mean, that that's not a great conference that that, that he played in. The against, Pac-12, against him, yeah, yeah. You know I'm saying? I mean, comparably speaking... Oh, in terms of the, the balance the on both sides? The is, yeah. is basically the, the minor leagues of football, NFL. I mean, it really is. It's, it's, it's incredible. So I think that, you know, the talent level that he was doing, and then he shows up and starts to play in the NFL, and he's realizing, okay, I, man, these guys are a little bit better than I thought they were, you know? So I think it just takes a, about a year and a half to get going. You know, some guys faster... I mean, listen number 11 for Dallas it didn't take him a year and a half you know so i mean it's just a different he's a different skill set he's a different player he's a lot faster he's smaller and i think that he's he's just got he's an, i i tell you I, that game and i i'm not on here every week so that first game of the season you knew you knew that he was going to give everybody problems right and he did and he and, and it's not just the giants it's week after week after week that guy and if there's ever a player and i'm not going to and 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 Paul will probably kill me for saying this, but (laughs) I played in the league when Lawrence Taylor was in the league. I I watched him play. There are certain types of things that I, that reminds me of him that he can take over a football game in a second.
2: I think that's very fair.
0: And so I'm not comparing him that he's going to be the greatest of all time. I'm just saying that when you're from a preparation standpoint, the other coaching staff has to prepare for this guy more than you ever would with some other player. So now does, does the 49ers have a player like that? Yeah. Nick Bosa is a guy that can go out there and, and play. So you got to be careful of him. And I think that, you know, with, with Thibodeau, it's just going to take some time, Lance. Yeah, he led the NFL
2: in sacks, Nick Bosa. So you got yeah, that Yeah, defensive track player record. of the year. Yeah, and then Javon Hargrave also will help alleviate things for him because <laughs> he that provides name. pressure from the interior. Yep, Philadelphia, <laughs> the last few seasons. So the Giants know exactly what he could do. And you want to see, I think, if you're – Kayvon Thibodeau, you want to see if the consistency of the disruptive plays show up more often. As right. opposed to, you see, for example, the Washington game that the last caller was referencing, and then four or five games pass, and you don't see anything. And then yeah. you see it again. And then six games pass, and then you don't see it again. So with Micah, who you were referencing, you know, you pencil and pen him in every single week. He's going to do well, something. he makes plays every yeah, week. Because every he's relentless. Yeah. He's relentless. That motor never slows down. With Thibodeau... You know, you're not asking him to, once again, have that motor that never stops. Right. You just want to see, does he put his stamp on a game? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, does it happen a little bit more outside of stopping the run? Right. So I'd like to see seven, eight more games before maybe we make more of a judgment. That would be my response sure. from that standpoint. And I you want to kind of see the ascension as well. to, you know, yep.
0: in those next six games and see how it happens.
2: Now, the other part of the equation was if they handle the San Francisco defensive front tonight, mm-hmm. does that... Ease the fears that were brought to the forefront with of Monday to the Monday game. night's Dallas game. Yeah, the Sunday so, night game. Yeah, so
0: yeah, I told you earlier when we first came on that the first two games of the regular season to me are just they're, they're game they're preseason games that count, right? So because preseason is a joke, it is a complete joke. I mean, you play three preseason games, the starters really never play anything. And so what do you expect out of the first two weeks of the regular season? This is like a full go, full tilt, 60 minutes of football. You know, They're not putting guys in because they, you know, they want to rest them anymore. <laughs> it's like, so yeah. it takes that much time. And I think this is the week you're going to see the teams start to rise up. And so the teams that are going to say, you're going to be like, yep, they are who we thought they were. Or, you know what? These guys were not who we thought they were. These guys are pretty good. Or, we knew that this team was going to be the way they are, and I think they start this. There's a separation between the, th- you know how we always, the, each team quantifies their season as quarters, right? First, second, third, fourth. The games fourth four. quarter, yep. the first quarter is kind of a mismatch of whatever's going on, and then all of a sudden you get into that fifth game, and now teams kind of understand each other. And by the way, this coaching staffs go back and look at the prior four games. They don't go any further than that normally, unless they're trying to research and find out if the if the holder takes a deep breath and the guy wants to come and block the field goal. You you guys talk about that on any of your shows. Are you kidding me? That, that is ridiculous that that guy can come up with that. And I was told many, many times as being a holder, I have to change things up because of that. And there are coaches that will sit there because they have nothing better to do in their lives than coach football <laughs> 20 out of 24 hours to sit there and go rewind, 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 rewind. And see, oh, oh, look at this. The guy's taking a deep breath. Oh, he did it again. He did, now he takes the pencil out and it's like bar, bar, bar. Oh my God, he's doing it every time. That's how that happens. So. Yeah. Because the fraction of a second it's, makes a it difference. It makes a yeah. huge difference. So it's And just- by the
2: way, I don't mean to cut you off, Jeff. Dallas picked up on that because I went back and listened to the post game pressers oh. and the players had conversations the night before in the hotel ballroom yeah. about tendencies that they can maybe tap into. Yeah. So yeah. your point is well taken. And
0: some of the coaching staff, like the rookies, some of the guys that don't don't play a lot, they give them those tasks. It's like go find me something that I can, can like be- make yourself yep. useful. Right. <laughs> Go find something some I can bring to the, team. In the corner of the yeah. office. So yeah. maybe, maybe it Going was some other forth. player that came up with yeah. that. I doubt it, but Joe Bill Belichick, that's just, you know, that's another feather in his cap. I mean, the guy's incredible. Yeah. That's a two o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. Local time. Yeah. And by the way, Bailey up. was their punter. So he kind of knew, I mean, all those, those years of him watching him hold fuel goals. I'm sure he was counting his breasts every single time.
2: <laughs> as far as just real quickly to piggyback off of your point about the first two games versus the next. I will say this. If the Giants offensive line does a good job containing the Niners defensive front, and you're not seeing a high volume of sacks and quarterback hits. I will look it as a big step forward. Sure. In comparison to that Dallas game. Now, the Dallas game was a rough matchup, and it's proven to be that in previous seasons, Jeff. Mm -hmm. See, I look at a red flag. If the trouble you have one year carries over to the next season, which was the case in week one, that to me is, okay, you got to all of a sudden address this. Because it's going to carry over. So the San Francisco game, after the Dallas game, I wasn't looking so much at the Arizona game. I was saying, okay, let's see how the Giants handle San Francisco. And if it's much better against San Francisco, then you could point to, okay, they learned from their issues. Mm-hmm. They've made the adjustments. Mm-hmm. And they could handle a defensive and they front them. that yeah. is far more aggressive. So, yes, to answer your question, I do think it would be much more encouraging. But remember... Then you're going to see Buffalo and Mm -hmm. Miami, and you're going to see a lot more aggressive. So in this league, you can't do it one game and then all of a sudden remove what happened previously. You got to now do it for a series of contests. That, I think, is the best way to look at it. I agree. Let's head back to the phone lines. We check in with Donnie and Queens here on BBKL. Donnie, welcome to the program. What do you got for us? Hi, Donnie. Did I hit the wrong uh, button? I'm not sure, Dom, if I hit the wrong one. We may have lost Donnie because I'm not seeing it light up. So let's see if we get Donnie back in the meantime. How about Ralph in Florida here? Ralph, welcome to the program. What do you got for us?
3: Hey, hey guys. Welcome back, Jeff. Long hey, thank you, you Ralph. See. Great to have you back on the show. Thank you. Um, hey, listen, a game like this, like everybody's saying, we have no chance, you know, there's no possibility. So this, to me, if I'm day and them, I'm coming into the game going... You know what? Let's let let's play our game. Let's be aggressive. You know what? Put some face in your young offensive line and, and make some plays. Like you know, just try to make the plays that you did make in the second half against Arizona. And as far as defensively, if I'm with I know everybody. You know, Purdy's poised and all that. But has he seen a push? Pers- has he seen blitz packages come at him all game long? Has he still is this still his eleventh game in the, in his career? Right? He's not even seen a fourth. Yeah, he didn't start those last year. Yeah. He, that's what I'm saying. In reality, he's still a rookie. You know what? Rookies make mistakes. That's what everybody says, right? So you know what? Let's throw the kitchen sink at him, and let's see him adapt. Eventually, the odds got to say he might make a mistake. He's going to make a mistake. So you know what? Let's just take a chance. Let's play aggressive today. Let's not just sit back like Jeff. Don't no, no disagree with you, but try to dig and dunk. That's what killed us in the first half against Arizona. Let's open up the playbook. Let's put a little faith on the offensive line. And let's be aggressive. Let's take those shots for those chunk plays. As you see, Warren Sharp wasn't lying. Chunk plays equal
2: points. It's just (laughs) what it is. I mean, am I right? Am I right, lads? Without a doubt. Once again, I've said this time and time again. You can't go through a game expecting to put 14, 15 play drives together and that they're all going to end with a touchdown, and you're going to avoid negative plays. The negative plays are going to overshadow all of those lengthy drives. That's why the Giants had 14 plays, Jeff, of 10 or more yards in the second half against Arizona. They had three in the first half. That's why they scored Mm -hmm. all of those touchdowns, because they weren't relying on five yards, six yards. They were relying on a 58-yard bomb, a 15-yard pass, and that's how you all of a sudden make up a deficit like that. So I'm with you, Ralph. You absolutely have to continue to do that, every single game, regardless of the opponent.
3: Right. And Lance, like you just said, even the negative plays, the negative plays against Neal at the goal line didn't affect us. Why? Because we still weren't in that position. We backed up. We gave, we had plays to make, to make them up. You still took your chances. Even in the touchdown passes, to Isaiah Hodges, that's a 12 yard pass. The touchdown pass to, um, to Saquon was an 11 yard pass. So again, making those plays, just equal points. So you just, I, I get the dink and dunk when it when it's time for it, absolutely. But a game like this, where you know what, everybody's saying you ain't gonna win, you know what, let's be aggressive, let's put a little face on the offensive line and let's go for it. And guys, I'll take your call off the air. Thank Love you, what you Hi,
0: Ralph.
2: <laughs> yep, you got it. Appreciate the phone call.
0: And I'm not I, saying that, I'm not saying that every play has to be a dink and dunk. I'm just saying that if you're gonna get in a seven-step drop, you better be able to get the ball out of there quickly. Um, but, you know, I think with, with Hyatt, you, you saw the fact that just get the ball down the field, the guy's going to make a play. He's a big dude. He's got great speed. He's got good hands. He's got some good vertical. And, and give him a chance. And, and you know that the red the yellow flag is part of their completion in this league. You know, those guys, if they get behind the, those safeties or corners, they're going to make a play, whether it's catching the football or there's going to be a penalty because sure. that's what happens. Then you get that yardage. But yeah. to me – you got to give the protection to Daniel Jones to be able to get him to have the separation, and that's the, key. and that's the key. Exactly. Now I think that you have some other players in this lineup right now that are dink and dunk kind of players. They're not. They're not big guys. You look at the running back position; those are not any of the big guys there. I'm just simply to get the ball in their hands and let them let them run—that's what they're supposed to do. Um, I, is Robinson going to be back this game? Well, he's questionable. So it's possible. So, I mean, hey, that could be, remember, the the, the last game we saw him play, or last year, I remember, it was an amazing game. And the then, Lions game. not Unbelievable. Had over I mean, so yeah. those were, we were all thinking like, wow, this could, This is going to be amazing. And, of course, you know, then the injury bug hit. But, you know, hopefully he can get back into the lineup and do some good things. So uh, I, I think that the, the Giants are going to try to run the football. You know that. They have to be. And I don't care because Saquon isn't back there, but I think that you're going to see a little bit more of Daniel Jones running the football this game. I just think by by design more than anything.
2: Well, I agree with you. Plus, they could use Wondell Robinson out of the backfield too. Yeah. Remember, he was a running back in college. Exactly. At Nebraska. So that could be something that they look to showcase, especially with Saquon down. But there are two things as to why you need to run the football. Number one, you do not want to throw the ball and drop back 40-some-odd times against the San Francisco 49ers because you're not going to give yourself a chance. So that supports what you're saying. But you just wonder, Jeff, if you're the Niners' defense, the removal of Saquon Barkley... Oh. What does that do to Steve Wilkes and his philosophy? Meaning, does he say to himself, okay, when Daniel and Saquon are on the field together, I got to worry about either one of them. Yeah. Now I'm only a little bit more concerned of about Daniel. They
0: can be a little bit more aggressive. Co- correct.
2: Yeah. So that's the other factor here that I think changes things to the Niners when you remove Saquon. And this is no disrespect to Matt Breida and any of the other backs, because I do think they have versatility in sure. that group. But they are who they but are. they're not Saquon Barkley.
0: They're right. They are who they are. Okay. Yeah. They're... They're a starter when needed, and they're, you know, they're a role player when needed. And this is the role in the starter's position this game. They, this is what they're gonna do. I, I think that and what I meant by the dink and dunk is I'm what I'm trying to say here is that this offense has got to be quick striking offense. It's a it's a quick handoff, it's a quick pass to the playmakers, get the balls in their hand, and don't give the defense for the 49ers, a chance to disrupt the passing game because they're trying to do too much in it. If you run the football and set up for the pass, it will work. And But you got to have the protection. So just maybe have Daniel Jones go out of the shotgun so that he can, you know, but then the receiver's got to get the separation. That's the whole part of this thing. To me, when you're on the road in a game like this against a defense, the number one thing is protect the football you cannot give turn. You cannot turn the ball over on the road and give your, the home team a chance. There, that's how you keep. That's how you keep in the game is by protecting the football on the road. The second thing is is time of possession. How do you do that? You protect the football from number one, number two. You got to make your first in, and I know this is like cliche, but it, this is football. First and second downs into manageable third downs on the road, okay? Because the crowd's going to be loud. There's all kinds of things and ball and just security that the ball security is a big one. Daniel Jones has gotten better at it. Okay, but he's got to continue to hang on to that football and you got to control the tempo on the drives. You got to keep that ball for an extended period of time they're minus 4 on the season we're only 2 games in that's not that's really yeah that's significant and i think and they've given yeah. up a defensive and perhaps, score oh, they're and they're minus special 4 team but score. have they, and yeah. have they got a takeaway no no on defense. Yet. no
2: sacks no takeaways now, in the
0: first two games we we have been in this and doing this long enough to understand that takeaways come in bunches right so maybe tonight's one of those nights where brock purdy ro- he woke up on the wrong side of the bed and decides that he wants to throw <laughs> it to the other team uh, hopefully uh you know so that's the strategy <laughs> 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 hoping and pr- We can make up stuff like that you know (laughs) just whatever but my point is that they're they're human they do make mistakes uh brock purdy is is he is he's a heck of a football player i mean the guy is gritty um he's tough and but he is young you know like ralph said the guy hasn't been in the league for all that long and um there are there you know that's a tough position to play However, you know, he's at home and you got these other guys that you can just hand the ball off and throw the ball to. I mean, if I'm Brock Purdy, I'm not trying to win this game on my own. No, you don't need to because of all the playmakers, 100%. Yeah,
2: Yeah, and it's their regular season home opener. They started on the road for their first two games, so you know the energy, I'm sure, in that building Mm -hmm. is going to be through the roof. Not that that's necessarily the end-all, be-all for the Giants, but if... You want Purdy to take the chances that you're referring to Jeff, I would say the Giants need to jump out pressure. to an early lead and pressure and they need to but they need to put him in a deficit position yeah. Yeah. where he has to Throw the ball. take more chances. If it's a close game or they jump out early, he doesn't have the urgency to make no, those decisions. No, no, they're just going
0: to run the ball. And and the other thing <gasps> exactly. too is that for the Giants, you know, speaking about them, is they can't get buried in this game because they're going to have to That's what happened in Dallas. I mean, when you're when you're a Dan Quinn defense And you're down twenty nothing at halftime. Twenty six nothing at halftime. You understand that the Giants are going to throw the football in the second half. Everybody gets some. uh, You know, everybody gets pins. Pin your ears back. Okay, let's go. Uh, Corner safeties. You guys are on your own, but we are going to pressure this because they're going to throw it. But they know there's no guess in it. If they know that they have, that's the only way. you The Giants cannot do that on the road. They can't get down by 17 points at any point in time and then have to start to throw the football with that inexperienced offensive line against a veteran defense.
2: Yeah, specifically against the Niners. You cannot spot them 20 points. And by and the way, we haven't even talked about Fred Warner yet. Yeah, well, there's another guy. <laughs> We're focusing on the front. Fred Warner is one of the best also coverage linebackers in the NFL, Outstanding too.
0: Outstanding player. It's just incredible to watch him play.
2: I would assume Darren Waller is probably going to see plenty of Fred Warner over the course of this yes, game. Yes, he will. Because they actually have a linebacker that could cover, and not many right. teams can right. say that. All right, let's head back to the phone lines. We'll try Donnie in Queens again here on BBKL. What's happening, Donnie?
1: Hey, guys. Thanks for getting me back on. Sure, Jeff, sure. welcome back. You know, the, the, the game tonight, obviously a tough spot, you know, considering all the factors, but it, it just really kind of highlights, really dating back to 2013, is that the Giants just haven't been competitive enough on either line of scrimmage, and, and that's really... Where, what i see separating the giants right now from the top of the nfc is that yeah. i mean i don't know how you guys feel but i think if you swap jones with purdy uh with prescott with hurts i don't think those teams miss a beat at all and i don't think that the giants get significantly better if they get better at all so you know you said well what's the matchup to watch it's it's both line the scrimmages mm-hmm. fans it's easy to want to boil it down to neil and Thibodeau and sure, look, those guys are high profile players that the franchise is relying on, but this is not like a 10 year issue where there's just not enough horses there, sure. at least, you know, that have shown up yet. So, to me, that's really the thing is can those two units play to the point where they don't let the game get wrecked and give Daniel a chance to be the best quarterback on the field? Uh, because, like, the Dallas game week one. You know, I don't care if Patrick Mahomes is back there. The Giants, they made it out of loss forty to nothing, but they weren't winning that game. So, that's what I'm keeping my eye on. You know, frankly, for me, I, I hope they compete, get out healthy, and then I think you'll really see the season kind of almost starts week four in that next like three four game sure. stretch. Yeah, will be a big determinant. So again, Jeff, welcome back. Hey, hope thank you, you
0: guys more. Yeah, appreciate and, uh, it. Let's go Giants. Thanks, Donnie. Appreciate the call. The, listen, I I think that. When you go look back at last season, the Giants, the run that they went on, they went to the playoffs and this and that. This year, the expectations for that to happen again, do we all really understand the fact that the Giants went out and got a new coach, a new general manager, a whole new scouting staff? They got lucky last year. They, were, they are rebuilding, but they were winning. That doesn't happen all the time in the National Football League. It just so happens. Yeah, to well, be. that
2: could happen simultaneously. So
0: when we go into year two under this regime, they're still doing the same thing, by the way. They're still building this team. And I think that the cohes- cohesiveness has to come together. And by the way, I agree with Donnie. The last 10 years, this team has never had the depth that it needed to be able to to compete with the rest of the division, if you will. In fact, let's be honest. The Giants stink in this division forever. They, I mean, they, they, they're, 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 they can't win the, what do we always say at the beginning of when we're doing all of our picks and this and that? The Giants, what and in in how many do they have to win in the in the division to get? to to win the division.
2: You're talking about the amount of wins? Yeah, yeah. you want to have you minimum have four.
0: Minimum yeah. four. Four and two. Okay, go back to me and find me where there's four wins in the division forever. Well, they were one four and one last season
2: <laughs> in the division, so Jeff. My it's point, amazing
0: they made the playoffs. And with so Donnie's yeah. point is that those other teams that are on our division, they are going they're they're going the way that they're that the Giants want to go sooner or later. So I and I, I don't blame the fans. I don't I'm a fan. I want I want the Giants to win every game. But sometimes it's pretty hard to to go on the road from Arizona to go to San Francisco on a Thursday night game when you're missing two of your starters on the offensive line. OK, and you're also your are running back. So what are you going to do? You're going to rely on your defense tonight against an offense that has one of the best running backs and big playmakers in the league. So it's a tough this is a tough matchup for this team tonight. Not to say you can't win. You know, everybody, in any given Sunday or any the given wild Thursday. Wild things happen on do. short turnarounds, yeah. yes. Yeah. But wow. it's tough. Agree with you. And yeah. when you are handicapped, if you're the Giants, if you do happen to get down in any of these games, being able to have the firepower, to the Giants offense isn't scoring 35, 40 points a game where they can come back. So you just got to, your defense, I'm, I'm, for me tonight, I'm putting it on the defense to stop this 49ers team from scoring 30 points because it's going to be tough.
2: Well, they certainly have to play better than they did against Arizona because styles make fights, Jeff. You know that. It holds true for multiple sports from the standpoint of it's one thing to come back against Arizona. It's another thing to come back against Dallas and San Francisco to the caller's point, which is, those two teams and Philadelphia, they've been defined by consistency in the trenches.
0: Over the course of
2: the last decade, yeah. if you want to go so far. You know, maybe it doesn't apply to all three teams evenly where your house was in order and you knew when those teams go out there, you knew what to expect. The Giants, the reason why there's separation is you don't have that reliability with well, those two components uh, to the same to. degree as those three. Look, oh, they're absolutely trying. They, look
0: at they got yeah. Dexter Lawrence, okay? They've got they've got um Williams, okay. Williams. And then, yep. you, then you, let's just switch real quickly over to the offensive line. Your bookends are first-round draft picks, okay? So you've got a second-round draft pick at center now. So you, you've and Zudu is a draft pick. And Zudu is I a mean, draft pick. I mean, when it pick. all
2: be said, they could have the entire line with former draft picks over the last well, That's years. That's,
0: that's yeah. what you're trying to you're do. You're trying to build that and up. And again, yeah. those other teams have hung their hat on the wall with those those interior the offense and defensive linemen. Those that's where they built that's the core of those teams. And then they get a quarterback and some receivers and then you get the then you get the I gotta throw the Eagles in this the equation that, you know, they're so good that now that they have guys fighting on the sidelines because they want the football. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Keep doing it. Just keep doing that stuff. I love to see that stuff when it's not our own team. With what AJ Brown oh, asking I'll for give the ball me from J. That that yeah. position absolutely never changes you like the for trauma. 25 yes. 30 years that position has never changed it never will i gotta get the football i gotta get the football forget about you lance <laughs> you know hey, moi. <laughs> yes oh my god as they always say there's no i in team right well that's a, i mean that's the way it works and I, I love how you know jalen hurts was what i just what i saw on the sideline was just like dude seriously like let's not go here right i mean come on
2: well they were up so comfortably on minnesota of all the games to choose to complain about the football, you know I don't know how much weight it holds. Yeah, I but, hope they all can hey, start complaining. Philadelphia off to a two and zero start, and you could argue they're not even playing their best football
0: yet. Oh, and so. by the way, and the Eagles fans two and zero is just isn't good enough for them. You know that, right? There's <laughs> only you can only be two and zero by the You can only be 2-0 <laughs> yeah, two zero
2: so after two games. Yeah, so you can Jeff, complain so know, all what you, do you want. Two point five and zero. I don't think they give you a half a game for surviving. And real quickly, I remember this yeah.
0: offseason I was doing an appearance somewhere. I don't remember, and, and somebody came up and they had an Eagles jersey and they said, "Oh, Jeff, I remember when you used to play for the Eagles. You know that." i'm like oh that's good and he goes can you believe can you believe that we gave all that money to jalen hurts i'm like i looked at him i go that is why everybody hates you that's your quarterback and you're took you questioned. to the super bowl exactly yeah and you and had a heck of a performance And by the way yeah. i wanted to say to him i'm sorry are you paying him the money <laughs> is it coming out of your pocket
2: well shut up jeff you know my favorite sport that I label with other people. It's oh, called counting other people's money, <laughs> and apparently, it's the game uh, they love and the, the show counting. that yeah. has been surrounding yeah. this country forever. Whatever. So it's no different. Now we do have another call online. Do you want me? Yeah, to let me get Charlie. I got to say hi to sure. Charlie. I, you're I, yeah, I should because I would probably go. In I know the other you direction. don't want to
0: answer this call.
2: Well, since you're here, Charlie, I just, you're well, lucky because you have I'm, to approve it. Yeah,
0: I'm approving it because right. if not, you would have never been I'm even letting
2: Dom control the call on this one to bring him up on the air.
0: Charlie, what what exactly would you like to greet us with? Hello, Charlie.
5: Hey, Jeff, my pal, my bud. How
0: you been? Oh, my God. I'm not going to sleep again. I haven't thought about you in over a year.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. You've been waiting for my phone call. Oh, sure. You've been been rolling over in bed. You've been my sleep therapy. I haven't had to think
0: about you for a year, and I've been sleeping very good. How are you, Charlie?
5: I am good. Good. I am good. Hey, I want to congratulate you because you're one of 173 Hall of Famers,
0: mm. right? I guess so.
5: And <laughs> yeah, you are. You are. Your name is on the list. They're going to narrow it down to 25. Okay, yeah. So I'm hoping I'm hoping you're going to be one of them. But look at this. Don't way, hold your many breath. Have, <laughs> how many players though have played in the NFL? Fifty thousand. So you're you're one of 173, and I've I, and I've
0: I, told you this at all times. I've always told you this, Charlie, and you know that. If my name is on the ballot, I'm good. That's good. I've been exactly. there. Not many people can say it, so that's good.
5: Exactly, exactly. Hey, Jeff, it's good having you back. Thank but, you, Charlie.
0: Uh,
5: hey, Bud, this game. Uh, there's no way in hell we're going to win this game. Uh,
0: they're to run Charlie. the ball
5: down. Our, they're going to run the ball down our throats. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were supposed to uh, sort up the uh, run defense, but I don't think we have. And uh, they're going to get 175 yards of plus, and, uh, and, and Goma Jones is going to be Goma Jones. He's going to get sacked about seven times, probably fumble, probably throw an interception, and uh, all the helium's coming out of uh, Giant
0: Nation. And for they all just, those that are just uh, tuning okay, in, Charlie. you now know well, why Charlie never gets on clicked note- on. <laughs> 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 Charlie is our number one dump caller of all time now you know why <laughs> you know it started off so good it about
2: complimenting your oh career my god exactly and giving you hope that maybe uh, you'll get the door knocked on for the pro football hall of fame and then he turned to the present day and uh, then it just went right off the cliff
0: well charlie now, now you know why when lance is on the show you don't ever get through you're lucky that you <laughs> did today because i just wanted to hear uh, your voice it was good yeah but i really appreciate it. this was
2: my gift to you uh, thank See, you. Oh, you it's returned. such a great gift wrapped up in a bowl oh tremendous yeah you know, oh we planned it accordingly. He knew to call in at a certain <laughs> well, time. I he here, the, well, I was looking over here. I'm looking at and I saw Charlie come list. up yeah. on my oh, I mean, here's boy. the thing. We don't even need to say where he's from because no, we no. know exactly where he resides. Right. Yeah.
0: Anyways, it's been fun.
2: Yes, it has absolutely—well, it was a blast until perhaps maybe that last phone call. Nah, we we need just, to we make certain exceptions and uh Chalk and it so up far. as a
0: loss on his start. Yes, indeed.
2: But it is the Giants and the Niners Thursday night football. Big game. As it will be another primetime affair. And just one last thing that I do want to add, though, that I actually will give Charlie slight credit for— you can't get after the quarterback, Jeff, if you don't stop the run first. And oh, 100%. that's why, if you're looking for why the Giants don't have any sacks and very few quarterback hits, it's because those first two games, they have not been able to consistently stop the run. So if you're going to do that, you keep Christian McCaffrey in check, you do some damage yeah. there, then maybe Make you get throw the, the Niners in third and longs. Yeah. Remember, down in distance dictates...
0: The legitimate
2: Place. opportunities to get after the quarterback.
0: Yeah, it also dictates you take that big, you know, those big menus that those guys got. Yep. Well, there's not many plays that have third and seven and longer that you can run against a defense that's stopping your run. So that's that's to your point, that's what they have to yeah, do. Yeah.
2: Because and also with the way Kyle Shanahan calls plays on a third and four, he could have seventeen different options over oh, the third and four. Yeah. On a third and nine he may not have as many no, n- options nobody does. on the menu. Yeah, although yeah. although
0: Kyle Shanahan might have more well, than the Well, he may have a few person. than the others. Yes, yes he does have a lot yes. of motions and shifts oh, and things ever? like that. And, yeah. and that's another thing we, I wish we could have talked about a little bit more is that this offense creates confusion. And when you have younger players, especially on the outside, that can be a problem.
2: Yeah, especially the young corners. That's if they I'm get saying. a little yeah. bit too close right. to the line and then all of a sudden – they send them left, and then yeah. all of a sudden they go right. Yeah, you got to be disciplined. It goes back to what you were emphasizing earlier, though. It yes, to that. I,
0: Again, I, I think that this is a tough game for the Giants to to win tonight. There's no saying that they that they can't win this game, but in fact, this, the, the the cards are stacked against them. They got to play a good game. To me, I told you, on the road, you can't turn the football over. If the Giants can keep this game close, then anything could happen. If they if it gets out of hand, it's going to be very difficult. And maybe you could get a takeaway to
2: also lessen possessions for the Niners. That could go a long way too. And, and especially. And a
0: a score on defense or special teams would be nice. To help
2: out the offense, especially now that you're down Saquon Barkley. All right, that is going to wrap up Thursday's edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Today's episode is part of the Giants platforms everywhere and Giants.com slash podcast. We'll be up and running again tomorrow at 12.30 p.m. Eastern, recapping the festivities between the Giants and the Niners. Jeff, it was a blast having you back. Absolutely. Thank you, Lance, and uh,
0: thanks for the callers, and appreciate the the show. It's been a lot of fun getting back on.
2: For Jeff Fegels, I'm Lance Meadow. Enjoy the game tonight, and we'll speak to you on Friday right here on Big Blue Kickoff Live. Have a good one.
0: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on Select AK System Sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
5: I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and Country Music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy.
0: What I love about Walker Hayes is his
5: laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual.